More and more of us are making the switch to EVs, but how will there be enough charging stations to meet that growing demand? The U.S. Department of Transportation has been planning a coast-to-coast EV corridor that would ensure access to charging stations across the country. Moaz Udin is an electric vehicle policy specialist at the Great Plains Institute, and he's been tracking these plans. Moaz, welcome to ClimateCast. Pleasure to be here, Paul. So what is this EV corridor that's in the works? As part of the uh, Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which was established in November 2021, it was signed in. The administration decided to provide $5 billion over five years to all states and territories. Minnesota is getting $68 million of that. And the plan is to have a, an extensive charging network across the states, making interstate travel uh, more convenient. So every 50 miles along these freeways and highways, there should be 450 kilowatt chargers. So these are fast chargers, not more than a mile from exits. So MnDOT, the Minnesota Department of Transportation, has selected uh, I-94 and I-35 currently. So how far will this project get us to the number of charging stations we'll need nationally and here in Minnesota? Just looking at these corridors uh, along the freeways and interstates, we need an additional 1,100 charging stations across the country. Um, If we are to meet the Minnesota goals of having 20% of all our passenger vehicles be electric vehicles by 2030, uh, we'll need 28,000 of the level two slower chargers, and then 2,400 of these DC fast chargers by 2030. Currently, we have 1,100 level two uh, chargers and then 291 DC fast chargers. Moaz, as we talk about renewable energy, wind power, solar power going into the grid, the additional load that we may need for electric vehicles, what kind of grid updates are we going to need to handle this extra load for EVs? So the $5 billion that they've allocated for electric vehicle charging, um, it's not all going to charging. Some of that funding is also going to be eligible for behind-the-meter upgrades, going all the way up to the substation. You might need a new transformer in some neighborhoods. So in the short run, not so many upgrades needed. And in the long run, as the peak demand increases, they are ready to make those upgrades. How about Minnesota? How far along is Minnesota in the process of actually getting to work on these stations? Is the money there already, and has the construction started? Minnesota, along with all the other states, was actually waiting on what they call the final rulemaking guidance from the federal government on how these funds are supposed to be used. So that actually came out last week. So the the next step here is to use the federal funding that has come in. And now that we have the final guidance, um, we're going to go ahead and um, start issuing those grants or requests for proposals. Moaz, we know transportation is uh, now the largest source of greenhouse gas emissions percentage-wise. How important is an investment like this in the bigger picture of climate change? Even the existing grid uh, offers us an opportunity to make up to 78% emissions reductions by switching to electric vehicles. So 
this is really that low-hanging fruit in our fight against climate change, which is why the federal government, along with the state government, is so focused on electrifying transportation. Moazuddin, electric vehicle policy specialist at the Great Plains Institute, thank you so much for sharing your perspective on ClimateCast today. Thank you, Paul. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.